Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dial H episode 140. Uh, things are changing. I'm not your usual host because I guess he quit. I don't know. Um, uh, my name is Drew Alderson. Uh, I've been on this podcast, you know, good a fair bit. It's been a while. Would you possibly uh, say you've been on since the beginning, Drew? I, I, I would. I was going to introduce you, but you jumped the fucking gun. Anyway, um... First up, we have uh, Christopher Britton. Christopher? Christopher? Ah, Chris is good. Chris is good. All right, Christopher Britton. (laughs) Um, What a guy. I met this guy. I don't know where I met him. In a back back alley, man. It was really dark. It's it's brutal business. Brutal business. I write that down as a band name. Um... So, with me is Chris Britton. He, he's wrote into the podcast multiple times. I think he's been on once. Have you been on once? I have, like, yeah. Bad Samaritan? Yeah. That's correct. You, you all remember him, I'm sure. <laughs> God. Um, uh, also with me is uh, one Harry Dempsey. Hello there. Uh, thanks for saying hi, Harry. Um, that was your cue. You were spot on. Great job. I am golden at this business already. I, I tried to <laughs> You sound so generic. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, uh, this is this is the new crew. I know you're probably scared. I'm scared. I, I hope you don't hate it. I, I mean, they suck. They're not, they're not the other guys. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I don't know. I've already been told that I'm the new Austin. I don't know if I can do that. I'm not that scummy. I don't have the golden luck. And the girlish-looking face. He does have a very soft, soft complexion with girlish features. Uh, it's insane, really. I mean, like, crazy. Okay, so, before we get into the ass-load of news that just so happened to drop on us, uh, before we started doing this, like, there were, the week before, there was absolutely nothing, and then now there's a bunch of crap, um, which you'll all be excited to hear about, I'm sure. Um... Chris, we'll start with you. How did you get into the wonderful game? And I, <laughs> I use that term loosely. Very, um, very loosely, yes. Wonderful game of HeroClix. How did you get into um, it? I think I was about 13 or 14 years old, and um, I actually lived in Illinois at the time, but I, I came up to Indianapolis. I was visiting my mom. We, we stopped in a mire for some reason. I was walking through the toy section, and there was the original Infinity Challenge starter set just sitting on the shelf. I had no idea what it was, but I knew I wanted it. Uh, my brother was with me, and we're like, Mom, Mom, we've got to have this. She's like, okay, whatever. So we got it. On the way home, we just, you know, cracking that Chris, thing open. Chris, would you say you knew you had to have it? I knew I had to have it. Uh, for you for you great people out there, that is a Storage Wars reference, so you can, you can get out your bingo card and X that one out. So continue. Um, we basically taught ourselves how to play with that ridiculous rule book, um, back in the day. We, obviously, we didn't know what we were doing for, like, the longest time, but we started going to, uh, a local shop, um, and learning more about it from the people that were in the shop, and we just fell in love with the game, started buying, like, all the starters we could get from the, the original DC set, I can't even remember what it is, is it Hyper Time? Yeah, I think so. And then the indie set dropped not too long after we start started playing so man we were hooked like from the get-go 
Mm-hmm. It's a good game. I mean, it was a good game. Harry Dempsey. <laughs> um, tell me, how did you get into Hero Books? Well, uh, I happen to be a fanatical Punisher fan. And I have a friend from another state who apparently was playing already and said, you should play the, he comes down for Gen Con every year. And he goes, you should play this game at Gen Con this year. I'm like, what, what in the hell are you talking about? These little figures that clicks? What? What? <laughs> these little, and then he, these little and then, clicks figures? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he shows me this picture of the uh, Cap Punisher from, what's it, five years ago? Six, seven years ago? I don't even remember now. But um, I saw that picture, and I'm like, I don't care what this game is now. i got to play it just so I can win that figure, that figure alone. So I went to uh, my local comic store. I bought a few... Uh, few boosters of um, Hulk they had sitting around and uh, happened to pull three of the chases out of five packs. That, yeah, you don't have luck at all. <laughs> right. No, that, that, was, that was WizKids, like, getting my crack. Like, here's my first one for free. Because that good doesn't stuff. happen anymore. Good stuff. Well, it was Hulk chases, so. Well, you know. They were beautiful, and I, I was very naive. I didn't know how they were going to play yet or what anything on these dials meant. They were terrible, but you didn't know that yet. You're no, right. no. And then I went and bought a brick of um, Guardian or uh, Galactic Guardians, and I was, they had the sign up sheets for like the next event. And I was like, okay, what's this? Oh, uh, you have to play a Colossal. I was like, what's a Colossal? <laughs> oh, it's in that booster you played. I opened up um, Galactus out of my first super booster. Wow, that's a hell of a first pull. Like, so my seriously, my, yeah. You're so my very first bitch, game, actually. my very first game ever was playing an eighteen hundred point Galactus with a uh, Wolverine. <laughs> as as his Harold uh, Harold there, uh, um, I actually won one of my three matches, um, and I had no idea what I was doing with that team. Um, it was it was fun. It got me hooked, and I've not looked back since. All right, um, that's cool. You've done things. That's that's great. So um, we usually ask people this, uh, Harry. I, I'm pretty sure it's a Punisher. So. Uh, Oh, actually, you're wrong. Okay, what's your favorite hero clicks? Uh, Flash, chase, question. Mm. No. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I just told you no to your... I was like, how do you want to tell me what my own favorite <laughs> piece is? Uh, because, yeah, what a figure, right? <laughs> Loses the pulse wave, though, doesn't it? <laughs> All right. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, like... <laughs> 75 percent um chris you still there yeah i'm still here did you quit already no i'm good i'm going all right um what is your favorite hero clicks? i'm gonna cheat a little bit because it's not yeah. just one won't allow it um disqualification well this is still gonna be my favorite it's my most most fun to play just because of what it can do but it's the entire hank pym legacy box well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I actually, I'm a huge, huge Avengers fan. Um, anyone that knows me very well and, like, just playing this game, uh, I collect, like, all the Avengers clicks and anything that I can get my hands on Avengers. And when that Legacy box came out, I was like, I've, I've got to have this. I have all the old ones, like the the Morph ones from, what was that, Chaos? Chaos War. Chaos War, yeah. yeah. I had all those ones, but these updated dials and stuff, and just... I actually, I went to a rock with that legacy box and, like, a couple other things, and I, I didn't finish too terribly well, 
I didn't plan on finishing too terribly well. I just went to play to have fun, and I still ended up getting like 11th or 12th with stupid like ants just running around yeah. the map. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a legitimate meta team. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not, but I don't really play competitively. I'm such a casual player. Um, yeah, the uh, ant swarm teams are uh, kind of bonkers, and you're you're a terrible human for playing them. <laughs> <laughs> You would, you would. I guess Chris is actually the new Austin Harry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm okay with that. Very okay with that. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm kidding. Um, there, Austin's like the Lich King. There always has to be one. So, <laughs> um, so uh, tell me one. I want you to bring this up because everyone has one. I don't care. Uh, I don't care what you tell me. Uh, Give me one funny or interesting story from when you played Dario Flix. Harry, you're first. You could have told me about this, like, I don't know, the last three days, so I could have thought of something funny. <laughs> now I'm just sitting there staring at my screen going, Oh, you've got, you, can, you, can, you can just come up with ass loads of stories whenever we're playing. But Hey, that's okay. I'll <laughs> go. I totally got one. And it's totally based off this Ant-Man figure. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> um, Chris Britton, keeping in theme. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, so I was at, on the Northside Comic Book Carnival, I think is where I was at, and I was playing against my buddy Mark at the time. Uh, obviously, I generated one of those, the giant ants, and I was playing against one of the Sentinels, the, the one that flips its base. Well, because of some perplex shenanigans and probs, I needed to roll a 12 to hit this sentinel with this giant ant. And I, I'm not joking. I looked at Mark in the face and I go, Mark, I'm going to roll double sixes, man. He's like, oh, okay. Rolled his eyes at me. I rolled double sixes. And I was like, yes. He's like, well, you know, I'm going to probs it. Sure. I was like, I'm going to hit it again. Roll double sixes a second time. Roll for blades. Got a six. In one turn with an ant, I did seven straight through damage to that thing, and that was the coolest thing I've ever done with those ants. Nothing else tops that. So you are the new Austin. <laughs> um, that is the only time that that has ever happened, that I've rolled double sixes twice in a row. <laughs> Good for you. I've never had anything like that happen. Although, there were some shenanigans at Battle Royals with my uh, quintessence dice that are legendary i'm sure you can dig through the podcast and listen to them bitch about that um <laughs> harry dempsey you're on the spot let's go we're gonna go back to my first gen con way back what is it what, what, what year was it this you said galactic guardians was coming out yep uh, so it was probably like 2010 maybe maybe what year did galactic guardians come out Hold on. uh god uh 2012 this was, this was this was one year before I attended my first gen con. So yeah, twenty twelve. So um, it was in a battle royal. It was our last one of the of, of gen con complete. So you, you were doing Incredible Hulk and Superman. Yep, this was a Superman. Okay. So I opened my boot. I wasn't even paying attention to anybody else's boosters. I opened my booster, and there's just Big Daddy Darkseid looking at me. I didn't even look the rest of my booster. I was like, well, here goes. You're on my team. Next booster comes to me, and uh, Doomsday's there. I'm like, what the crap? 
Doomsday. I look over and he pulled uh, General Zod. So he took General Zod, and I very happily took Doomsday as Mastermind fodder. The, the third pull was the one where I was, I had no idea what anybody else at this table was even doing when I got Eradicator. And then oh Cyborg Superman, and I finished it out with uh, Element Woman from my own pack. Apparently the guy, it was uh, right. a buddy of mine across a uh, caddy corner from me. There was another two friends playing. And apparently the guy that I didn't know to the right of me was trying to make a soldier theme team or something out of wow. what he pulled <laughs> during a battle royal. I don't know. I, all I know is I'm looking at my team, I'm looking at everybody else's teams, and, and I was like, well, I either going to throw this away with horrible dice rolls or this is going to be mine. And I systematically just went from one person to the other per- people and wiped the entire table in less than 25 minutes. We called the judge over and said, we're done. He goes, he gave us the weird look. Then I kind of just looked, I pointed at my team and he just shook his head and went and brought uh, Superman and Superman. Okay. So just to put this in perspective, um, you don't know what Chris probably doesn't know what he's just said. Four out of the one figure was super rare. Three were rare, and one was common. That's what he got in a battle royal. <laughs> so, someone done... And, and these aren't bad figures. Uh, Eradicator's nuts. Um, uh, Cyborg Superman's dumb. Uh, <laughs> all these figures are really good, and Harry got past them all. I actually hate playing against that dark side. It is, it is not nice. Especially the his range on those little cut-down maps they had, because they... It was the maps they chose were horrible maps against me in that team. Like, the new ones are much more balanced for teams who can't alpha strike. But Darkseid, I was just shooting people, like, from in my starting zone. It was just killing everybody. He's got 11 range, by the way. And there's, like, typically only, like, 12 squares or something. (laughs) So, yeah, it's pretty dumb. Um... All right, so there's some interesting stories from Harry and Chris. You know, they're cool guys. They do cool things. But we need to talk about some news. Because we've got a lot of news. We've got a, quite the amount of news. Do you guys have any of this crap pulled up? Probably not. I totally I got do. most of it up now. All right. I, I didn't even have to tell him that. <laughs> That's the best thing. Yes, like, we're not incompetent. Yes. I will tell you who is incompetent, though. Bebop. <laughs> you see, I'm just the master of segues. I'm, you're glad I'm your host, right? Thank God. I know, right? Oh, God. Uh, Harry Dempsey, start us off with Bebop. All right. Yeah. Am I showing favoritism to Harry? Like, Because <laughs> no. I picked him twice to go first. All right. All right. But, Bebop is a whopping 80 points. Animal Brute, Foot Clan, TMT Villain. I mean, nothing really out of the ordinary. Nothing I feel it's lacking. Nothing that's These are all should the be there. He has, yeah. Yeah. Uh, two traits. And this is, I mean, well, they're okay. But if you don't play them with everybody, the uh, with um, Rocksteady and Shredder, it really, I don't think you'd play them. So my part of the plan was what? If a friendly character named Shredder is on the map, Bebop can use willpower. Friendly characters named Shredder or Rocksteady can use enhancement, but only to modify the characters named Bebop or Rocksteady. That's, which is g- That's pretty good. Especially since he's uh, starting out with Running Shot, uh, Energy Explosion, uh, and Invincible. Three damage. 
So it could be five damage, one bolt. So the energy explosion is not going to stick for most people in this set, but attack um, value is kind of low. But uh, we'll get to that. Um, continue. Now here's the where it makes up for the attack value a little bit. Once per turn, or uh, did I screw up again? Once per turn, when Bebop misses an attack, put an incompetent idiot token on his card. Give Bebop a free action. Remove two incompetent idiot tokens to heal another friendly character that shares a keyword. Two clicks. That is a lot of clicks. That's a shit ton of clicks. So, like, there's really no downside to attacking with this guy. He gets willpower of shredders on the map, and uh, he's pretty good overall. I mean, he he rolls on to super strength, like, and uh, charge. Charge, super strength, and battle fury. His defense kind of tanks pretty fast, but uh, stays at a ten attack for three clicks, then uh, three clicks of nine in attack. Three clicks of Invincible, which I really think that's where he's going to shine in this, that set. There's not a lot of Invincible. I don't, actually, he might be the only Invincible I can think out of the set. Maybe Fugitoid or uh, Metalhead might have started with uh, Invincible. But. I don't think so. Maybe. We'll see. Was Foot Clan a keyword in uh, the first wave? Yes, it was. Okay. I somehow missed that. I think that every time I played against something, it was obviously going to be TMNT Villain. Like, yep. TMT villain was just so much easier to field. You could throw a Baxter and some Mausers, and it was just a lot easier just to put a team together that way, and that's the one that stuck out more than Foot Clan. Plus, these right. clicks are so low in point value that you can fit so many of them on the same team. And We'll get to that, Chris. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to <laughs> Chris. Yes, sir. Hit me with that Rock Steady. All right, this Rock Steady is going to have that Foot Clan... TMNT Villain, Animal, and Brute Keywords. Uh, it's going to come in at 80 points. And that first trait's going to be, oh, uh, what was I supposed to be doing? If a friendly character named Shredder is on the map, Rocksteady can use Willpower. Friendly characters named Shredder or Bebop can use Empower, but only to modify characters named Bebop or Rocksteady. Well, fuck me. That's pretty good. It's like, so... it's like they almost made them to work together. It's it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that, Give me his next that next trait is going to be missed by that much. Uh, once per turn, when Rocksteady misses an attack, put a Mutant Moron token on this card. Give Rocksteady a free action and remove two Mutant Moron tokens to remove all action tokens from another friendly character that shares a keyword. That, well, that is awesome. That's fucking nuts. That's awesome. Especially in, when we get to the Shredder, that's, that is where that, I think, is going to oh shine. All right, no special powers, but really you probably aren't going to need any special powers when you have those two traits going. So uh, what, what you need to notice is that his dial is pretty much like the reverse of uh, Bebop's. He starts out with Charge Super Strength with Battle Fury and Invincible, and then he rolls on to Running Shot Energy Explosion with uh, Invincible, then he rolls on to Toughness, then he rolls on to Toughness again, and then he has Regen. That regen with 17 defense is not bad, so it's not. Uh, he's also got nine attack, three damage. Plus, you so. you have sidestep on that click with regen. So when you're trying to regen, you still at least have some kind of mobility. Yeah, uh, there's no regen hit. Harry, you want to be the regen hater on this podcast? Tell us about how bad regen is. No regen has uh, been the bane of my opponents many many of times. Uh, yep, so there's no region haters on this podcast. Sorry, uh, people who are looking for Hunter to be here. And, <laughs> uh, fuck region, anyway. 
Uh, now we're moving on to Shredder. Um, Shredder's 50 points, which is kind of nuts. Um, uh, Shredder has a trait. Uh, Thermite Grenade. Whenever Shredder is KO'd from an attack, deal three penetrating damage to all characters within three squares and on the same elevation of the square he last occupied. That's so nuts. Okay, so put that in perspective. 50-point figure, when it dies, it, it's going to deal three penetrating damage to all characters within three squares. He's Silver Ring, right? He is yes. He yes. Is. Okay. All right. yes he is. That's good because I would not want to sit across a table from like six of those. He's fifty fucking points. Alright, it, it gets even worse as we get to the defense power. Uh, you cannot beat me even four to one. Shredder modifies his defense value by plus one for each opposing character within three squares. <laughs> On a fifty okay. So here I'm gonna put this into perspective. You just run this motherfucker up. And if they attack him and beat the fuck out of him, oh well, he's going to deal three penetrating damage to all characters within three squares. That's kind of good. With And if your team is there, even if there's like two people within three squares of him, he's going to have plus two defense. He's going to be a 19 on a 50-point figure. Well, I mean, you're automatically going to have a plus one. If you're already running him up, he's right going yeah. to be right next to somebody. It's going to be an 18 defense on a 50-point character. And that by itself is enough to want to run this guy. That's true, Chris. Harry, do you agree? Well, I'm agreeing. I'm actually looking at something. Both the other Shredders had Outwit, and this is the first one that doesn't have Outwit. Oh, darn. Well, <laughs> I think there's a reason for that. <laughs> Um, he's got, uh, he's got another power that does some pretty cool shit, a damage power. He can use leadership. When he does and succeeds, instead of removing one action token, remove an action token from two adjacent friendly characters with the Foot Clan, regardless of your point, regardless of point value. So, you can, like, if you're missing attacks with Rocksteady, and... You're hitting your leaderships. You're just going to have no tokens at all, ever. He doesn't have willpower, but he's only 50 points and he does crazy things, so, like, whatever. Um, he's got Charge Blades top dial. With an 11 attack, it's nuts. And then he keeps rolling down. He loses Blades eventually, but he gains Perplex. He has a weird click of stealth in between. I don't know why, but, you know. Uh, then he rolls on to combat reflexes, sidestep. And his last click's a bit mediocre, but, like, what are you gonna... I mean, 50 points. He's Casey Jones' level levels of value. Is there a way to heal your uh, TMNT villains between Wave 1 and Wave 2 that we know of? Yeah, if, uh, what was it, um... If Bebop misses two attacks... Well, there you go. Two clicks. <laughs> well, yeah, Chris. So, here's the nuts thing. 80, 80, 50. 160, 210. 210 for Bebop, Rocksteady, and Shredder. Weren't the ninjas, uh, Foot Clan ninjas, 30 points? Yeah. So you can play three, three foot ninjas. <laughs> oh, he's so good. He's so good. Oh, and then on top of that, this has nothing to do with how good the figure is, but I know that this is the one from the comic series, as it says yeah. right there. But I can't think when I'm reading 
you know, this little flavor text for his powers. I can't think that it's not in the uh, 80s animated series voice. Like, it just, I just keeps hearing it. But uh, come Gaijin Turtles is got to be the best. Speaking <laughs> of said Gaijin Turtles, Chris Britton, start us off with Raphael. Okay, so you're gonna, obviously going to have the TMNT, TMNT Alley, Ally uh, keywords. Uh, Alley. You don't want to go down to <laughs> TMNT Alley. <laughs> uh, animal and martial artist. Uh, he's got one trait. It says cool but crude. Raphael can use Battle Fury and Shape Change. That's not good. No, no. So, 60 points? Yeah, 60 points? That's that's not good. Um, he has one special power. It's called Locked Blades. It's going to be on his attack. Uh, Raphael can use Blades, Claws, Fangs. Adjacent opposing characters can't use Blades, Claws, and Fangs, which is going to come up if you're playing a sealed in this set. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's pretty great. Um, you have... He, he actually does have the dolphin symbol, and this is my favorite part. For 60 points, you have Endom. Yep. That does not happen very often. When it does, it's awesome. It's got, He's got kind of a low attack. It's sitting at a 10, 17 defense with uh, clo uh, combat reflexes. So even if you're missing on those attacks, hopefully you're gonna, they're going to be missing too because that's pretty high defense. Um, he switches back and forth between charge and sidestep, back and forth until he's got five clicks of health. Um, he's got that special power for the first three clicks on attack, followed by two clicks of blades, two clicks of combat reflexes, followed by three clicks of toughness, all of which, remember, is shape change as well, and then nothing on, on damage, sitting at two the entire dial. He has Battle Fury, too, so he has Shape Change, and you can't use Shape Change when he's attacking. Yeah. So so for 60 points, he's pretty, pretty effing solid. Uh, uh, Harold Dempsey. Harold, Harold the Third. Harold, ye Harold Dempsey. Uh, start us off with Mikey. Just go with Mikey. Mikey here is also 60 points, which, uh, as I'm looking now, I think they're all 60 points, so I'm betting a good wooden nickel that shredder will also be 60 points uh, no. or not shredder uh splinter oh, okay splinter I was like uh we just covered that very uh, <laughs> oh see is 50 points. yeah i was gonna say um splinter is probably gonna be 60 points to round them out at 300 which will be really nice but um michelangelo here also has the dolphin he does not have Endom for his 60 points that sentence you just said michelangelo also has the dolphin was pretty good but continue um he has a special power on movement. Uh, if Michelangelo is indoors, he can use hypersonic speed. If he's outdoors, he can use sidestep. Well, fuck you. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. It's, I think I kind of always want to be indoors with him now. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, uh, his values are identical. Uh, all the turtles have identical values pretty much, uh, except for Leo. We'll get to Leo. But, uh, yeah, he also has... 10 attack, 10 attack, 10 attack, 9-9. Nine, nine. Yep. Um, but he starts out... Go ahead. Yeah, uh, 17 defenses all the way through with toughness. Perplex, which will be really nice in this with these crews so far. But, I mean, his dial, other than his movement power, it's nothing to even think about. His really comes down to... Yeah, he doesn't seem nearly as good as Raphael until you see his, his trait. When Michelangelo or another friendly character with a TMT keyword makes an attack, attack rolls of 11 are also critical hits. 
This is apparently because he's a party dude. So, uh, all right, that's pretty fucking. Let's sick. get their crits up all day long. So it makes no sense if you <laughs> if you can. This is just a flavor of it. He has the dolphin symbol. His special speed sim or movement power is called sewer skating. But he has hypersonic speed, so it's like it's a surfboard rather than a skateboard. He's he's like Rocket Racer. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so uh, let's go with Donatello. He does some stuff. Um, he's got a trait. Uh, give Donatello power action when he is adjacent to an object or a character holding an object. Remove that object from the game, and all friendly characters with the TMNT keyword modify their attack values by plus one until one of one of those characters hits an opposing character. Does yeah. machines. <laughs> that trait name, Does Machines. Yep, okay. That's that's a great trait, though, actually. Name aside. Um, he's got uh, Leap Climb, which is not nearly as exciting. But he's got some higher defense values. You know, he's got that uh, 17. Then he rolls on to an 18 defend, which... I don't know why they just didn't give him that top click, but sure. Making um, you push then, to click too. That's why. Just because. I, I, I guess just because. Um, uh, Don, uh, he's got a tr uh, attack damage ability. Jesus Christ. Um, Donatello can use Outwit when he does roll a d6. 5 to 6. Donatello can use Outwit a second time this turn targeting the same character. That's pretty good. So, it's fucking dumb. I'm glad they clarified that he can use Outwit a second time, because if he could just keep Outwitting, like, super lucky, that'd be fun, but it'd be super fucking stupid. Um, yeah, what do you got? Uh, uh, we got one more. Uh, does anybody want to take it? I'll take it. Anybody? I'll take it. All right. Because he's my favorite turtle, actually, when, when I was growing up and watching that series, he was definitely my favorite. Um, Leo was my favorite to play in the games. Which games? Like the, the arcade and the uh, Super Nintendo ones. Random tangent, have you guys been to Tappers downtown? No, but I really want to go. For those of you not in the Indianapolis area, there is a bar in our downtown called Tappers. You can go in and it's free arcade games. They set all the arcade games to free. So you can just beat the entire, all of the games. Except for pinball. I don't know why that one costs money. But it's an awesome place. I digress. Dial H, field <laughs> yeah, I, go. Let's absolutely go. I, I think all they have is like a uh, wine and beer. I could be wrong. But it's definitely worth the trip. If anyone's in the Indianapolis area, you should hit that place up. It's pretty cool. So, Leonardo, uh, same keywords. We're going to have one trait. It is called leads. Leonardo can use leadership. <laughs> <laughs> leads leads yeah they, they, that's as far as they decided to go is he a fucking detective all right <laughs> no no it's it's that's all he is in the song and leonardo, leonardo leads all right. good point oh, that, that actually that actually makes way more sense now thank is you is that Eric. better and, and, or worse than does machines um better <laughs> in, the, in the 80s it was fine today and age the things coming out of japan it can mean totally different thing. <laughs> These guys all have Indom too, don't they? No, only two of them yeah. do. Okay, okay. So, but still, yeah. <laughs> for sixty point figures, you two of them have Indom. That's that's awesome. Do any of them? Your have two. Range? Uh, I. 
Actually, I do. Uh, yeah, someone has five, and I'm sure, I'm sure Donnie has some. No, they all have zero. <laughs> I saw someone. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of. Anyway. Okay, so uh, he has leadership. When he does and succeeds, modify the defense value of one friendly character with the TMNT keyword by plus one until your next turn. Not bad. I like it. Still doesn't work on the equal point turtles for taking, you know, tokens off. So that is true. What the fuck? I I mean I'm still of that camp that they're hoping that they change how leadership works. They they've got us. Like, what's the point? Of, uh, I I don't know, but they've been saying that they're going to change leadership for. Well, people have been guessing that they're going to change leadership for like two years now. So, I I don't have high hopes. I just you know. Anyway, twin katanas. That's going to be a special attack power. Leonardo can use blades, claws, and fangs. When he does, he may instead get this. Roll two d6 and choose one of the results. That's awesome. I don't know about you guys. I have the worst luck 99% of the time when it comes to blades. I always roll twos and threes. So. Well, your uh, story, your story earlier proved you. Were one time, <laughs> one time in the history of me playing this uh, game. All right, New Austin. Anyway, um. Um, he, he starts off with uh, toughness on the top click, but the second click he gets combat reflexes. And they're both 17s, so, I mean, you're probably not going to push onto it because you've got that M-Dom, but just in case you do take one click of damage and you're already going to be up close next to whoever you're attacking at that point. Uh, yeah. you, I don't know if you'll ever land on that. Good luck. Uh, probably won't very often, but... Uh, yeah, um, they're all really good. I mean, like, uh, it's, it's, it's funny, they're all 60 points, 240, and, so, uh, Harry, you think Shredder's gonna be, uh, or not Shredder, I said it too, damn it! <laughs> I've infected you, infected you. Uh, Splinter, you think Splinter's gonna be, uh, 60 points, you think that's a safe bet? I would be highly surprised if I think, not. I think that Splinter is going to be 50 points, and then you can play the use if you want to. Hey, how Maybe. many points is the turtle band? Yeah, that's a good point. How many points does the turtle land? It doesn't go that low. I'm huh. fairly positive. Are you fairly positive? Man, you're making me look turtle at it. Land. Yeah, it's 100. 100 points. Ah. Wait, no, it's 60. It does have a 60-point value. Har Harry Dempsey has been wronged. <laughs> no, that would be a solid team. Yeah, though. but for all of the people that are going to be playing your classic animated series turtles with, I believe, the classic animated series van... That's so thematic. It's hitting 300 points right on the dot. And I don't know if you guys have played that van. It's just fun. It's not broken. It's just fun. I have not played the van because I didn't get one. Cause... I think it only gets broken if you're playing it with, like, the chase turtles, which really can't blame that on the van. True. Yeah, yeah. true. True. All right. So we're done with that. Let's Let's move on. To probably the biggest news of the day and of the month, probably. And I've got the rest of the slides now, too. So there's other things, which I actually kind of lead up on this one first, which I don't know if you've seen this or not, because we've been talking about turtles. That's the second. I only noticed this because when we were looking at the turtles, the Turtles and a Half Shell is the name of that set. In March of 2017, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder Returns. What? How are they? Okay, what? <laughs> More turtles? And March, and that's only in March. March. But if you think about it, I mean, they did three waves of Yu-Gi-Oh, I believe. 
Did they sign them for three waves? I have no idea how many waves they have, but they're putting, they're selling. People want them, so it just. Do we have the? Could you link the slides in the Skype chat? I'm gonna try. <laughs> By the way, I I will be linking uh, linking everything in the show notes. That won't change. All right, I learned things. Look at me. Harry learned things. Hey, the first wave of turtles, that sold out at first, right? I'm not sure. Because it seemed like it just kept on showing up and showing up at the okay, stores. Okay, so let's talk about... Uh, huh. All right. Uh, they uh, talk about some upcoming releases. Um, before we get into the big stuff, I guess we'll cover this. Um Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Hero Clicks Shredder's Return, March 2017. Um, Marvel Hero Clicks Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the movie. These are all the movies, mostly. Uh, wait, is Shredder's Return a movie or something? I don't believe so. I think that's going to be a normal... They just set. came out with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, so I don't think they could get another okay. one put together that quickly. Uh, all right. Well, um, it specifically says movie after Guardians of the Galaxy 2 movie. Well, I guess they couldn't say their sets are named the same. They have to put movie next to it. Um, we got um, Marvel Hero Clicks Guardians of the Galaxy 2 movie. So that's getting its own feed. That's going to be sweet because I'm pretty sure that Mantis is going to be in this movie. So there's going to be a Mantis click. And if the rumors are true, they might be rumors or might be confirmed by now. I think Nebula is actually joining the Guardians as a teammate. And if that's true, then you're going to get another unique character that has the keyword to just expand that team. All right. Well, more importantly, Baby Groot. Baby Groot. Maybe. Well, I heard some leaked information about how, and none of this is confirmed, but uh, the vast majority of the movie, I guess, like 70% of the movie, it's going to be Groot in baby Groot form. He, oh. Yeah, he doesn't grow to his normal size until like most of the way through the movie, from what I heard. All right, that kind of makes sense. Um, uh, DC Comics Hero Clicks Wonder Woman Gravity Feed. This is interesting to me. This is probably the most interesting one. Yeah, because that doesn't say movie. It says comics. When does the Wonder Woman movie come out? Not a clue. To the webs. It it probably means uh, DC Comics, like the company. Um, Wait, so this is going to be a gravity feed? uh, Wonder Woman does come out next year. Yeah, June 2nd. So it's right before that. But... It could be, I'm not sure if it's movie related or they're just trying to cash in on the movie coming out. So they're coming out with a gravity feed. I think it's the movie, but uh, yeah. I think they had to clarify Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because, um, you know. I thought that they stopped doing gravity feeds for regular Wait, it, sets entirely. So, That's probably why it's the movie. They usually only do them for movies and then special sets like Turtles and whatnot. Right, right. Also, with the proximity to Guardians makes me think that this is probably a movie set um and then also in may avengers defenders war that just sounds so horrible (laughs) really avengers (laughs) defenders is that it was there a comic line avengers defenders war Uh, that sounds like something there would be a comic line of that's in a story i mean yes yes this is a 
This is a thing. Um, the Avengers battle the defenders for the possession of the evil eye. The two eventually the two teams realize they are pawns of Loki and Dormammu. Spoilers, <laughs> and work together to stop Earth from being absorbed into the dark dimension. Was that like a four-parter? Um, it's literally it's uh, it's a four-part run. Uh, Avengers uh, one fifteen through one eighteen and Defenders eight through eleven. I don't know if it's any good, uh, but uh, yeah. I'm probably gonna get some hate for this. But I've never been a huge Defenders fan. Oh, they got they got some good shit, man. Yeah, they just seem like this not well put together ragtag team. What? You mean, I mean, yeah, but you know, they're, I like them. I like the Defenders. I like the Hulk out of the Defenders and Doctor Strange. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> that's that's okay. You can like those people. Thank when you. did this storyline come out? Uh, nineteen seventy-three. That's what I was looking at because it says first appearance. I was like, is they talking about the event? What? That is. Yeah, 1973, so this is... They are certainly digging for this one. Um, At first, I really thought this was going to be a horrible, horrible... Just reach for them to shove more Avengers down their throat. But now seeing all 1973, I am so stoked about 70s costumes. <laughs> I mean, I want to see all the sculpts. If, if they stick with that and everything is like from that, pretty much, that's going to be pretty amazing uh people you can expect at this time uh to be in this set one of these is very interesting to a couple of these are very interesting to me especially because chris just mentioned one of them uh, the avengers at this time were uh captain america vision iron man thor uh swordsman uh mantis scarlet witch and black panther that's a very solid avengers team pretty standard uh, I, I like it. Uh, the inclusion of swordsman makes me happy because I really like swordsman. Um, really? Cool <laughs> Wait, he's a, he's a, is that the same one as the one that betrayed the Avengers? Like back in the day, like really yeah, early I in think the comics? So. Is I, the same I, guy? I think, so. I, I think it's the same guy. Hmm. He's the guy who trained Hawkeye. Yeah. And his brother. Yeah, he's the one that uh, like infiltrated the Avengers and like fought him just so he could join the team. I. He's a cool guy. <laughs> um. Uh, featured characters in Defenders uh, are at this time are Doc Strange, Submariner, so name more, uh, Silver Surfer, uh, Hulk, Valkyrie, and Hawkeye, that's, which I think is a really solid team no matter what Chris says. Um, I think that's a pretty cool team. Well, I'm actually, I forgot about him, but now that you mention him, Silver Surfer, they have not made a very good Silver Surfer. So... That that's like a regular one, not like the chase or anything it's, like I that. I think I think there's a like we haven't had a Silver Surfer since Galactic Guardians, so this there's a good chance he might be in here. Maybe we never know. They'll probably keep him out because fuck you, Fantastic Four. Anyway. <laughs> and I think he, they have the rights to that character, so yeah, maybe not. Um, uh, supporting characters: Doctor Jennings, Black Knight, and Aragorn. Um. Wong's Ooh. in it. Wong's in this. Maybe we'll get a Wong. I could use a Here's uh, other characters. I'm going through looking at the comics from that time. Yeah. Uh, Shield, British division. Captain Britain? Yeah. I don't know, but just like a British Shield kind of intrigues me a little bit. Oh, uh, fucking Union Jack. And um, I'm not sure if he was part of that Shield or not. Dude, Union Jack has to be a part of that fucking Shield. I mean, he should be, but. Hold on. Shield British. 
<laughs> Making you look stuff up. See, when I clicked on the wiki, it just went just regular shield. I'm like, I don't want regular shield. I want the British one. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. Anyway, we need to keep going. That's going to um, be. That, that seems like a rabbit hole that will never end. Just keep looking. Yeah, stuff we on. could. We could. We could be here all day. Um, let's see. Next slide. Uh, nothing really. What if? That intrigues um, me a lot. Uh, it shows. Um, both a Elseworlds for DC Comics and What If on Marvel side. Oh, with the 15th anniversary. Well, at first I thought people were saying it's going to be a 15th anniversary set, but then I remember a release they did a couple months ago. All of next year is a big giant HeroClix 15th anniversary like celebration. Like they're really pushing the 15th anniversary on everything. If you notice um, a lot of the box art, you'll see it'll come up with some of the slides later on. I'll say 15th anniversary. So I'm not sure if this is going to be a set for each one, or will this be a set where they drop a gravity feed, or not gravity feed, but the the boxes with like mini bricks like they did oh God, before. Harry. For each one at the same time. You've turned into a robot on Skype at least. Um, hopefully that comes through normally on the recording because <laughs> shit. Um, if not, I could just cut it out. But uh can you talk for me, Eric? How about now? It sounds a little better. Um, I was probably Skyping out a little bit. Oh, God. All right. Um, it should be okay on your end, though. So, yeah, uh, it's interesting that we will maybe be seeing Elseworlds and What If in the 15th anniversary stuff. Um, next slide. Uh, Marvel Heroclix X-Force and Deadpool. Uh, will be a set. They threw Deadpool in the name because, you know, <laughs> Deadpool could be X-Force. Had to be X-Force and Deadpool. It's what's going to um, sell for sure, just because of that name. Oh, yeah, anything Deadpool um, will sell for sure. I've got such a big bone to pick with most Deadpool fans, I swear. But I won't get into it now. <laughs> Chris, we won't get into it now, but you, we both agree. Um, here's the big one. Literally, <laughs> God, well, one of the big ones. Uh, colossal organized play. What? Colossal organized play. Um, they show uh, uh, Dormammu, and um, uh, I think this is supposed to be. It's Prime Titano. Prime Titano. Yep. Um, and then um, on the next uh, slide, we have some previews for the Joker's Wild. Before you get to those, I'm wondering, because it doesn't seem like WizKit, unless they're going to be really expensive kits, uh, I wonder if they're going back to where kind of the old school, before we all started playing events with the Colossals, where it was, you, you had like to fight them. Yeah, whoever actually killed I don't know how those worked, but it was like an event where you actually had a fight to kill him and someone won. Uh, I don't know how they the colossal, either, but uh, yeah, hopefully. that could be interesting because they have Dormammu, they have Tateno. They've also uh, someone had linked on the realms where uh, the solicits yeah. for um, Lishuma and um, Ferris Jet, which I could almost guarantee is probably going to be the Wonder Woman Jet just repainted. There is a strong possibility, uh, but it's. I hope not. I, I'm really looking forward to a new Shuma if they do make him. Um, I don't know if you guys have tried to play Shuma, and not with, like, the Mole Man stuff, you know, just to play Shuma on, like, a mystical team or something like that. 
Um, yeah, he's dumb. He he is dumb, but he's much more he's manageable. True enough. And mole man does break him. Yeah, like, he's manageable. I've played multiple games against him and just annihilated him. I I felt bad because of how badly I beat him, and and it just shouldn't be that way because I don't know if anyone who's listening right now knows anything about you know Shumagorath, but he's no pushover. So just the newer stuff kind of out. You know, it's outdated now. It's. I think he was so killable because most people played him at his what two fifty or two hundred point dial. Two fifty is that what he is? Uh, two or is it just two hundred? Two hundred, four hundred, one thousand. So most people play him at his low dial, and he could be. Yeah, so he could be one shotted almost, or if not one shirted, one shotted. He could definitely <laughs> one shirted, one shirted, <laughs> one shirted. That's what happens when uh, Nick Fury just looks at him, blows him out of the water, and then anything comes up and just punches him in the face, and he dies. Nick Fury's such a problem. All right. Anyway, what a figure, Nick Fury. All right. So uh, next, we got some uh, Joker's Wild Sculpt previews, which are all pretty cool. Um, we got uh, Man Bat, which is surprising. That sculpt looks fucking spectacular. Um, like, uh, it's it's crazy, like, how good that sculpt looks. I was going to say, by the sculpt, it's definitely going to be a super rare. I, once again, I'd be super surprised if that's not a super, uh, super rare. It's um, one I'm going to definitely have to have for my shelf. Uh, we got Roller Derby Harley Quinn. Um, <laughs> Which I really don't give a fuck about. Looks like the, another Joker. Who thought he'd be in that set? His name's on it. Do Which you, I think that's probably is that this. That's a different one than the one they uh, previewed a week or two ago, isn't it? Probably. There's probably like four. I imagine. You know, um, Drew. I have the same um, complaint about Harley Quinn fans as I have about uh, Deadpool fans. Chris, I <laughs> listen. I am that right there with you. I'm glad I have an advocate in this fight. Um, usually, it's just me and Scott talking shit about them. But uh, to any Harley Quinn or Deadpool fans listening to this podcast, um, and I know there are they're out there. Are we getting into this right now? Are we going down this uh, rabbit hole right now? <laughs> no, I'm just simply saying, I still love you. All right. Um, <laughs> Lady Shiva, uh, kicking up in the air right there. Uh, she's doing some cool stuff. An Alan Scott that looks spectacular. Like, oh, uh, God, it looks so good. Yeah, it almost and, looks like he's on the Clicks FX base, which he pointed that out. Clicks, he's on a Clicks FX base. But it's a, new, it's a new one also. It's not it, just a different color. It's Harry, a new. Do, do you gotta let me, I was going to point that out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a new cliff to FX base. Drew's like uh, the, when he gets that ice cream cone as a small child and he tips it too far and his ice cream falls and hits the ground. He's like, oh, that's what I imagine right there. What his face must have looked like when he stepped on his on his lines. He did. He stepped on my he stepped on my ice cream. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, a big one and one I've been wanting forever. A new Sandman. Um, there hasn't been one for a very, very, very long time. I know that. Um, Wait. So, are we talking about Flint Marco Sandman? I think this is. Uh, I think that's him. The he came out in uh, Avengers Assembled. Uh, I don't think so because this no. is uh, Joker's oh, no. Wild. This is Joker's Wild, bud. Oh wait, Sandman from. <laughs> <laughs> 
My bad. Uh, we're, we're getting crossovers now. 15th anniversary is going crazy. Um, I will uh, notice, though, he'll be a... No matter how crappy his dial is or how good it is, he's going to have to go on my uh, Fedora Brigade. Right. Well, Sam, it's, it's going to be good. They don't make super bad dials anymore, Harry. They just really don't. He's probably going to be in the 50 to 60 point range, have some close combat reflexes, stealth, and outwit. He will be 50 points because they want you to play him on a JSA team. Anyway, um, uh, and the biggest one, number one, the the top of the mountain, it happened, and I think Austin Smith might owe me five bucks. <laughs> I think he does, actually. That's why Killer, he quit. Killer Moth is in the Joker's Wild. Confirm. Actually, I'm going to message that fucker right now. We're doing a live <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Did he even like? Are they keeping up with the news? Or are they just are they bowing out entirely of other than just playing? Austin's probably bowing out completely. No. Hunter will still stay up on it. They're they're both playing. They still got events going at dugout, so I think they're still playing. I really. So we finally got a killer moth. And I don't want to Nick pick it, but it, I wish they could have gone with one of the newer costumes. And I know a lot of this set's going old school, so I kind of understand it. I just kind of wanted the more updated costume with Killer Moth. Fair enough, but uh, Harry, we got one. You need to calm down. All right, anyway. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I, want, I want that prize and then the next prize and the next prize all, all at right. once. Well, you are the entirety <laughs> of the HC Realms forums, I'm sure. Uh, so those are our spoilers from Alliance... Uh, Alliance Open House. I, I, I'm pretty excited for what's to come. They've been doing a very good job, you know, overall lately with everything. Um, I'm sure you guys agree. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to it. As I'm thinking back, though, I'm trying to remember the email. I think it was probably a good six months ago. They sent one of the, one of the first WizKid updates they sent out talking about a lot of other things they're wanting to do with the 15th anniversary. Such as? That's the why I opened with. I can't remember what the other stuff, things they said. So, I mean, the Colossal thing is going to be really cool. Um, they're really pushing it, so I'm really hoping they just does not one of those things where, like, oh, yeah, they did a 15th anniversary thing. I'm really hoping it actually stays true and they kind of just push it, push it and kind of reward us a little bit. <laughs> They're not gonna reward us. That costs money. Anyway, um, sorry. I just uh, any compliment I give, I have to. I was trying to be optimistic for once with WizKids. They're doing a lot better. They are. They're definitely doing a lot better. From this so design yeah. insight, as soon as they and I, I will give them props for this for sure. When they started coming out with these design insight articles and kind of explaining what their little thought process, but processes are behind this stuff i i think it is it's getting a lot better with their communication for sure are they the Definitely. are they the best game out there as far as their you know their team communicating and letting us know and stuff like that no but i mean what how many people work for WizKids total what like 20 people they've got it's not. they've got a lot on their plate so for what they're giving us they're doing a really good job it's definitely not a huge company, so they're definitely they're definitely doing a good job for sure. Um, uh, let's move on to our first news segment, and uh, I'm sure you guys you probably had no fucking clue this was coming. You probably 
actually probably thought this podcast was not even going to happen, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. I hope you have faith in me a little bit. A little bit of faith. Um, we call this one casual comparisons. Um, and no, we're not talking about dicks, first of all. Um, we're talking about hero clicks. Um, no one, no one liked my dicks joke. I didn't want to step on your ice cream again. Uh, especially to chuckle or something. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, casual comparisons is going to be a segment where we look at one figure that had just come out in a new set and compare it to uh, one from a previous set. So. Um, this week, uh, we're going to look at a figure that just came out uh, in Superior Foes not too long ago, maybe a month ago. Is that how long Superior Foes has been out? A month? Around there? Uh, roughly, yeah. Um, so, uh, we're looking at uh, the Superior Spider-Man from both Deadpool and... Uh, Superior foes. Um, both figures. Uh, uh, there it is. <laughs> both <laughs> figures are uh, relatively good. Um, one is uh, 125. The new one's 125. Uh, the older one is 160. Uh, they both have like identical stats, top dial. Uh, actually. Damn near identical stats and powers, uh, except the newer one has shape change instead of outwit. Um, it, it should probably be said though that these these figures are very different in their utility. Um, I think one of the reasons why, and you correct me if I'm wrong here, Drew and Harry, but the reason why I wanted to do like this type of a segment is because. Just, I, I think that Heroclix is more of like a, the new hotness type of game. Most people have to go out and spend a bunch of money or choose to spend a bunch of money on these new sets that are dropping and just to get that new figure. And some of these older figures really still hold up very well. So um, and They do. And I think these two, when compared to each other, they do do different things, and you're going to use them in different scenarios, but... They're both still really good. For sure. For sure. Um, Alright, so... Uh, the new one has seven clicks of life. The older one has eight. Uh, but, once again, he has more points. So, they're about the same amount of life, really. Um, they all start out with... They both start out with charge, super strength, and... Uh, uh, super senses. But like I said, one has shape change, the newer one has shape change, and the older one has outwit. Uh, let's talk about the newer one first. Um, he ignores hindering and characters on movement. He has three different traits. Uh, one of them is the call-in help from the Spider-Verse trait. So uh, if you don't know what that is, he uh, when he hits an opposing character after action resolve, you may roll a d6 that can't be re-rolled uh, on a f three to six. Place another friendly character with the Spider-Man family keyword adjacent to this character. This power's dumb, I'm gonna let you know right now. Is that so, permanent? Is there any, like, restriction on how long they can be on the map once they're brought in? Well, they're, they're, have to be on the map to be brought in. Yeah. It's not from outside the game, it's... Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, 
you want to play him with characters that have that trait because he can just bring them in and do stupid things. Um, he's got uh, a trait called Superior Spider Arms. He can use Flurry, so traded Flurry. When he does, he can use Prob Control. And when he hits, the hit character's defense value is modified by minus one until your next turn. So. <laughs> <laughs> that stacks, right? right? That stacks. So if you hit him twice because he has Flurry, it's going to be negative two. Is that how that works? That's what it looks like. That is what it looks like. See, I, I got on to the WizKids uh, info network earlier, and I typed in Superior Spider-Man. There's not much information or questions at all for either figure. So it might come down to your guys' judges. I think he might. Yeah, because it says, doesn't say once per turn when he hits or after action is resolved if he hit. It just says when he hits. So if he hits with the first one, it should go down negative one for his the next attack. Mm-hmm. And then... When he does, he can use prop control. And when he hits... Yeah, so I would then, say it go down to twice if he hits both times. He, they, need, they need clarification. Yeah, that. they do. But, segue, when he hits, what happens after he hits, Drew? With his third trait. Oh. When Superior Spider-Man hits, after action is resolved, you may attach his web marker to a hit target. Removing it from anywhere else. That character with the web marker can move without breaking away and can automatically break away. Other characters don't have to break away from that character. When that character successfully breaks away, remove the web marker. So a lot of people have this trait. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty nuts. Nuts to butts. Um, he rolls onto a special defense 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 power later down dial. Uh, he used super senses toughness and willpower. Uh, and he has an 18 for four straight clicks, so his defense values are not low. Um, and when sure. compared to the old one, he actually has the edge on defense. Four straight clicks of 18 rather than an alternating 18-17, 18-17. True enough, Chris, true enough. Let's get into the older one. Um, he has improved movement, ignores elevated terrain, and ignores hindering terrain, so they both have the same thing. No, not characters on this uh, one. He doesn't ignore characters? Yeah, I guess that's... Wow. So, yeah, but the older one is going to be better for those maps that have a lot of elevation changes. Yes. The new one is not, but the new one, I think, is more offensive um, rather than what I'm... When we get to this the second trait there, um, that's where you're going to get your utility with your Deadpool Spider-Man. Yep, uh, so he's got uh, he's got a trait. Damage dealt by Superior Spider-Man can be reduced below one. Pretty solid. I like it. Um, it, it assures when he gets a swear he clicks down dial that uh, he can do some damage. Uh, Spider-Bots. Give Superior Spider-Man a free action roll of d6 if the result is higher than the total number of friendly Spider-Bots currently on the map. And attached, you may place a Spider-Bot on the map up to that many squares away. Give Superior Spider-Man a power action to attach a friendly Spider-Bot if less than two are attached. So This is awesome, okay? And I don't know how much use that you've got to use this figure before, guys. But I've used this figure quite a bit on my Avengers teams. And here's where this character shines. Because he's slow. He's a little slower because you have to use um, 
power action to attach these. But when you roll your d6 first turn, you're gonna you're guaranteed to get a free one. You're gonna give him a power action, and you're automatically what I suggest. And I know there's gonna be people out there that are gonna say, "Well, all you have to do is get some precision strike in there, and you annihilated this person." That's the point of the outwit to get rid of other people's precision strike. Fair enough. Um, Spiderbot Mark One, all right, is the one that I love. I usually put Mark Ones on Spider-Man and Mark Twos off of Spider-Man, and here's why. Mark Ones for everyone that you attach, you're going to increase your Super Senses roll by one. So you get two of those attached. Nice. Automatically. What three through six, super yeah. senses roll, and if you're outwitting that precision strike, you're almost guaranteed. And I have had this happen. I had I, like six attacks in a row. People just they could not hit Spider-Man. Um, the Spider-Bot Mark II is the one that has plasticity. Now, when they changed the rules for sizes, it kind of nerfed these little Spider-Bots a little bit. For sure. But he still, you get random spider bots that literally just pop up wherever you want to because if you look at the power, okay, it says that you can roll and then you may place them on the map up to that many squares away. Does it say that you have to have line of fire to the square? No. It, nope. It does not. So, all you, and this is exactly what I was doing with this Spider Man every time I played him. Run up. Right, just a few squares away. That way, you're within um, your. Well, you can be within your charge range, but then you can also be within range of rolling a six for these spider bots. You're gonna drop yourself a Mark II bot down. He's got plasticity. They're stuck. You wait for this because he's a 160 point figure with super strength. You have six damage incoming with that ultra heavy, and they can't get to you. Because of, like because of these plasticity figures. But like I said, it, it he's a little slow because you're going to use the first two turns of the game putting Mark 1 bots on Spider-Man. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so, and they could do some shenanigans uh, with the uh, the swapping thing. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, another thing that you can do, which is really awesome with the spider bots, is say you're on, you want to on the other side of a wall from a character that you want to tie down. Just stand on the other side of the roll and give him that free action. Pop up a Mark II bot right next to whoever you want to on the other side of a wall, and now you have extra turns to move around walls and stuff. And depending on how many you start with on the game to begin with, you could put the robot ATA on them. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. So, with like a Mark One, you really could have an 11 attack, 4 damage, exploit weakness, little spider bot. God. Uh, it, they can get up to 11 attack. Yeah, yeah, that, just from them, if they're around each yeah, other, then depending on how many perplexes you have from the robot ATA, mm -hmm. it can get stupid fast. It, it really, it's, this figure is, well, let's <laughs> take a step back. These sculpts are... The one, the older one is just atrocious to me. The new one is awesome, but you don't like the older. One? I do not like the older one. I, I think it's mostly just because Peter Parker, like the little silhouette, is on the back of it. So maybe just break that off. <laughs> that's the. That's the part of the storyline and the Superior Spider-Man storyline everybody hated. Um, 
once like Peter Parker was out of the picture of that comic for a little bit, that comic be- became amazing. Yes, but I that, that cl- was already pretty good. The whole back and forth of Ghost Peter was just the most boring part of it. But when Spider Ock was on his own, it was pretty. It was pretty fantastic. Fair enough. Fair enough. So down dial on on the uh, Deadpool Spider-Man, he gets that special attack power that says ridding myself of the weakling Parker. If you get lucky, um, because it's once per game, you you don't get a chance to uh, re-roll this. Um, if you roll a three through six, you increase his attack and damage dealt by him by one for the rest of the game. So what I was doing when I was using this in this figure, get him down there intentionally, put yourself in harm's way. Get him down there, roll, hope you hit it, and then heal him back up with one of your support characters. Especially if you're playing, you know, a casual game. Oh, you're running an Avengers theme. Oh, you got Donald Blake. Yeah, that's going to be pretty easy. Actually, that um, it's once per game, but it, I think it can be re-rolled. Oh, yeah, it can be re-rolled, but you can't get it to trigger more than once. Yeah, but I mean, three through six, but still, one or two probs, you should definitely hit it unless you have some... Uh, uh, Drew Luck there. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty good. I like him. Uh, he's much more finessey, for sure. The old one is. Um, he definitely is. The, the new one is... I mean, there, if you look up prices on, like, Cool Stuff Inc., I think in the long run, if you if you don't already have any Spider-Bots, you're going to definitely spend, be spending more money getting yourself this old Spider-Man than you are the new Spider-Man. But just this stupid little shenanigans that you can do with popping these little bots up around corners and on the other side of walls and stuff like that, it's so annoying. It's so annoying to the other players because they think that they're setting themselves up for this really nice alpha strike you know, on your, on your Spider-Man. Because you just waited two turns of doing nothing um, from the beginning. And then you pop up a plasticity guy right next to him. And they're like, well, now I'm tied down. That's fun. Uh, the Superior Spider-Man uh, from the new set is currently going for twenty-six bucks on uh, Cool Stuff. Uh, let's look at the old one. You can have up to basically six Spider Bots on the map just from him rolling. So if you're not bringing in any extra ones at the beginning of the game, and they don't break theme, as long as he's on the map. And actually, if you read the wording on the Spider Bots, you can play the old Spider Bots with the new Spider-Man. Okay, so here's the caveat. Uh, the new, the older Spider-Man goes for fifteen, but Spider-Bot Mark Twos go for four twenty-five. Yeah, that's that's a little much. And Spider-Bot Mark Ones go for a buck forty-nine. So the reason for that is before retirement, uh, people were buying to play with like Sentinels and uh, bringing a Skull Ship and other robots for uh, meta robot teams. Fair enough, fair enough. And the, and they don't have any without the card, or with the card, for the Mark Twos. That's crazy. All right, so now we go to our judges, our cute judges, <laughs> great-looking judges. Oh, thanks. That's how I make my money. We'll start with the. Uh, we'll start with Chris because I already know what his decision is, and you probably already do too. Chris, uh, tell me. I'm, I am going to go with Deadpool, uh, Spider-Man, for all the reasons I listed. Don't think for a second that I don't think that the new Spider-Man is good. He's, he's a great figure. He's really good. 
Um, it's just the little... I'm, I like finesse figures. Um, and I don't think they make too many good Spider-Men in the first place. I think that WizKids has it out for Spider-Man. Um, yeah, there's definitely no good Spider-Man figures. So, <laughs> none of them are good, no. Um, but you might as well just... Are you insane? Okay, anyway, continue. No, well, up until this recent set, there sure weren't very many. And a lot of people were pointing back to the AVX Spider-Man as like There is an OP kit Spider-Man. I mean, it's not I know it's not generic ass Spider-Man, but that OP kit Spider-Man is fucking nuts. I don't think I've ever played that. But back to this. Um I do like the old one. I like the finesse of it. I like having top dial outlet. Um, if you want, you can put your Mark II on there and double that range for 8 range with your Outwit. Whatever you want to do. It's just, it, this one figure gives you a bunch of options, and that's why I'm going to choose the Deadpool one. That is one for Deadpool. Harry, let me know of your vote. It is awfully close. I mean, they do different things. Um, very similar, but they also have different niches in what they can do. But I'm really going to have to come down with uh, Superior Foes Spider-Man just because I'm have, finding it harder and harder to pay 160 points for figures in my teams. Yeah. Um, Not to mention when you have 160-point Sentry that just came out. And if those two went head-to-head, who knows what would happen. That Sentry can do some dumb shit. <laughs> if you get really lucky, that Sentry's fucking retarded. Right. Um, so we're tied. We're tied, guys. The Drew Alderson. Who would have thought? The deciding vote. Um, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna go for Cheez Its. <laughs> Already. I would never go for Cheez Its. Never. Austin's like, yeah, well I guess in this chili they're all better, I guess. Whatever, Austin. Whatever. You know in your heart. You know. Anyway, I'm sure he's listening to this, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'd hope so. Um, so, I'm going to go with Superior Spider-Man is who I'm going to go with. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? <laughs> Sorry. Superior Foes, Superior Spider-Man. I'm going to go with that guy. Uh, I'm going to tell you why. I like the older one. I think he's, he's a really cool piece, and he does a lot of cool things that like I don't think your opponent would be expecting but he's like such a heavy invest- investment like the spider bots are like very expensive uh, they're 10 points a piece so like and you want to play them with spider bots so like yeah but uh, if I were playing a bigger game I'd play him for sure but in like a 400 point game superior spider man is just gonna he's gonna wreck face and he can just like get TK'd in or something and then use his call for the Spider-Verse trait and hopefully hit it. And like, you know, just 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 some good stuff. I probably would not be playing the old Spider-Man on a team any less than about 500. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, he's, he's a better... I think you can do some fun stuff with him. I, if I were playing a bigger point game, like I said, I'd play him. But uh, my vote is for the new one. So that means our winner, <laughs> Superior Foes 
of Spider-Man, Superior Spider-Man. <laughs> Which is n not easy to say, surprisingly. Um, it, so, yeah. It may be just, be, like, comparing apples and oranges, honestly, because the, the figures are just so drastically different with what they can we'll do. We'll say this. We'll say this. There has never been a bad Superior Spider-Man. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um... I do believe this is probably it. Uh, we don't have a ton to talk about. Uh, and I don't have a ton prepared, but uh, I wanted to give you, you know, 140. It's going to be a shorter podcast, but, you know, I think we had some fun today. Wouldn't you guys agree? Oh, I absolutely agree. Oh, I'm sure we sounded like hot garbage, but we'll get better. <laughs> we will. We will. This, Yeah, I don't know how well this is going to sound. I, I, hope, I hope it doesn't sound like ass. I hope everything comes out great. Um, so let's get into uh, community. Oh wait, you guys didn't write us anything, so they had <laughs> they had no faith that we were actually going to continue. I, I guess, like, uh, so you guys need to send us some emails because, like, um, like what the fuck? Hey, a great uh, a great uh, email topic. That if you guys want to send it in, would be. What you want us to compare for the new segment, Casual Yeah, uh, and not only that, just like, uh, just like, um, fucking stuff in general, just, you know, like, um, <laughs> just, just send us stuff, tell us what we need to improve on, tell us, you know, stuff like that. Just oh, for sure, I mean, su suggestions. I don't know about having... Harry, I've never done a podcast before in my life. And I've heard that, you know, no one starts out great. So, you know, give us give us some feedback, guys. So hopefully this gets better. I mean, it will. But um, that's going to be it for us. Uh, we're signing off. It's uh, We're recording this later, so it probably won't be up as early on Sunday. But I'll try and get it up tomorrow for sure. Yeah, Drew's got to learn how to edit a little bit. I do got to learn how to edit. Um, hopefully it sounds good. We're trying. This is recorded over Skype. Um, so we had to switch. I mean, Chris lives farther away and, um, you know, I don't know. We're lazy. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it, motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Um, next well, episode yeah. live from Tappers. Just kidding. It's way too loud in there. <laughs> We booked Tappers, and we're actually we're we're gonna we're gonna play. That's gonna be our first big show because <laughs> everyone wants to hear a bunch of fucking idiots talk about Hero Clicks, a game no one knows about. I I wear my Hero Clicks shirts to work, and people are always like, "What the hell is Hero Clicks?" There are dozens what? of us, Drew. Dozens. There, there uh, are... Speaking of Hero Clicks shirts, uh, did anybody see the Realm Cell? Where it's like $5 t-shirts and you get another t-shirt for free. I don't know no. if we're still sponsored by them, so don't mention them. <laughs> uh, well, the uh, the code still works because uh, I, I used it for 10% off, which is the code is DialH in the HD Realm store. Okay, so you heard it first. We're, st we're, still, we're still sponsored by, <laughs> by HD Realms, apparently. If you go to the HD Realms shop, you use the code DialH. Um... 10% off, you said? It was 10%. It's pretty good. So, uh, I mean, when you're only when you're buying uh, two shirts and getting two more and shipping, you only get like a dollar off, but it, it's nice. It's nice. There you go. Dollar off. 
Don't say we never gave you nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Like, they got a sale going on. They got some cool shirts. They got... I wear a bunch of them. Like, I wear, like, all the 2014 ones. Or 2013? 2013 ones. Um, Get you some of those 2015 shirts for $5. I might. I might just do that because I need shirts because I'm tearing them all at work now. Um, so let's not prattle on. This has been Dial H for Hero Clicks. Uh, it was a good episode. We're uh, we're gonna, we're gonna come back with a better one next next time. Hopefully, we didn't lose all of our listeners in just like a couple. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If we do, I'll I'll take the bullet, guys. It's my fault. All right, it's Chris's <laughs> fault. You heard it. Very- I, I like our new lineup. I think we're going to do good things. All right. You can follow us on Twitter at Dial H for Heroclix. I need to start putting stuff up there, but you should follow us anyway because why wouldn't you? I mean, you, you're definitely crazy if you don't. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Dial H for Heroclix. Um, I think we have an Instagram too. I don't. Maybe. I think maybe we put stuff up there. I don't know. We, maybe we will. Um, it's not The Facebook is where the action happens for sure. Um, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean, great website. We're going to keep using it. Um, so yeah, that is it for us, uh, for Harry Dempsey, the great Harry Dempsey and the semi-decent Chris Britton. Oh, thank Uh, you. Come in at semi-decent. I have to insult people. It's not awful. Semi-decent's not awful. Hey, I'm looking at it with a silver lining, Harry. I mean, if you heard that from like Girl in Bed, I mean, it's one of those things where like, I'll take it. Yeah, when I heard I first was average, I was like, I had better than I thought. (laughs) Anyway, um, you guys take care. We will see you next time on Dial H for Heroclix. Thanks for listening. Uh, Take it easy.